everyone to Yeah Now Look, Hello. Aussie Rules Podcast. We're back. We're back in We're an echoey After a, a week off, we had a bye. Uh, we, we guys didn't, we actually recorded in China the week before. Yeah, we did. So we had to have a week off recovery. Fair call. Uh, but we're back, looking forward to, what, round 12? Yeah. yeah. Round 11, Frio, uh, no, our round 11 podcast, <laughs> sorry, we've been doing round 10, where Frio got beat by 100, so it's a good one to skip. Yeah, it was a good one to skip. That's <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to talk about that. Very good one to skip. Straight along. And uh, to how's, the other everyone, how's everyone going with a fortnight in between? Uh, going all right. Yeah. I made this room a bit echoey. Oh, as you can hear, we've got some tiles, some renovations. no carpet anymore. We'll have to get the uh, photographer in here to take a photo of us recording in this new room. Yeah, in my quality of painting, if anyone can see it. It's horrible. It's, it's pretty good. It's very, <laughs> look at those switches below you, Reese. They're pretty good. Oh, oh you painted the switches. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, a nice red. Here's on <laughs> online gaming. Our man Dicko's uh, started recording himself. Yep, streaming. Dickfeld Dota. He's Dickfeld Dota, so get on to that. If you watch him, he will send you a sign. <laughs> Somebody take it, please. <laughs> and shout out to Just our man. It needs to hang on a wall. Our main man, Jake, who's been listening to us and was disappointed we didn't record last week. Oh, Jake. Who's Jake? Jake? This one's for you. You know, Jake. Grossy's mate, Jake. Oh, Jakey. Yeah. What Jake. a legend. So... This one's for you, Jake. All right, let's get into the news. All right, so a few news stories. Uh, There was probably some news stories last week, but that was a week ago. Yeah, don't know. So this week, uh, Jared Harbrow got done for drink driving. He did. Oh, wasn't it the next morning? Yeah. He must have been pissed. Well, that happened happened (laughs) crawl one night after a night of drinking very responsibly. I was drinking very responsibly. What was the... You probably could tell the story of... No, didn't he get 0.04? Yeah, I got 0.04 at 4, at 4 p.m. the next day. <laughs> he, he definitely wasn't drinking responsibly. Oh, he was, always he was well, I was staying. I was staying at a mate's place for the entirety of the day, which was responsible. But it was he perfect. Just you, <laughs> timed, you timed it to perfection. I did time it to perfection. He just used alcohol-based mouthwash is all that happened. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Harbrow... I don't know. That, that hasn't been a punishment or anything announced yet. He just came yeah, he got, he got, He's not playing this week. Um, he's not playing this week. Okay, Ryan Griffin from GWS, his ankle's stuffed and he's going to have to have surgery or something. He's going to be out for another 12 weeks, so his season is in some real jeopardy. Who's that? Ryan Griffin, former Bulldog. Oh, I was thinking for the Bulldogs then. Oh yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Um, Unlucky. The other story I saw today was uh, St Kilda saying that they're off, they're off Nat Fife, so that great story of him being a done deal there has been proven to be... Load of baloney. Don't really think it needed to be proven wrong. I yeah, think it, it was didn't. it was wrong. already proven wrong. But it, the Saints, the Saints have basically said that now they're focusing on. I think they're still in the market for Josh Kelly. Yeah, and, uh, focusing on Paddy McCartan getting not fat and Dusty Martin. But um, this won't sound as echoey next week. If anyone is listening, I'll okay. have some stuff in here. Uh, MRP Dico. Just add Tommy Hawkins got one week. Tommy Hawkins got one week to jump punch. We'll Boom. speak on that later. That was now, it. we don't have a drop this week. Well, we kind of do. We do. We have we have the drop. The nectar, nectar of, of the, the gods. gods. Coke zero. Yes. We don't have our beverage this week. It's uh, even poured into a glass. It's nice. We're ice. having dry first week of June where we don't have any... <laughs> 
Don't listen to what they tell you. Coke Zero is great for you. We'll make up for oh. it with two drops. It's good. Next. Oh, fuck, I fucking know that's good. That, that's we'll have a shot next week. Um, okay. <laughs> All that being said, that's the news done and dusted. Now Dusty. let's get on to the results and review. Okay. Um, round 11, which was normally I say a big round, but it's by round, so technically it was not a big round. Although there were some big games involved. And uh, first one was on Thursday night, which is great. You know, you got less games of footy this week. Here's a good idea. Let's stretch them out and have a Thursday night game just to make it so the rest of the weekend's real boring. Fuck good one, man. AFL. Th- again this week as well. Yeah. yeah. The whole like five weeks in a row or something. So, uh, Thursday night shit, man. Nah, point light. Port, port brought Hawthorne back down to earth. And you can see by the accuracy there, it could have been... Oh, Jesus. Probably more of 33 a scoring shots to 12. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Did you guys see this game? I was at training. Yes, I did. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Charlie Dixon had a good yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I put a couple of bets on Gamble responsibly that didn't come through. Um, but yeah, uh, Ebert played well. Oh, what um, was it? It must have been his 200th, was it? Yeah. yeah. Ebert. Former West Coast, Coast Eagle. Hmm. Yeah. He's been good. It was a solid win. Port, Port of basically is winning by a lot or losing by. Oh, that's right. No, that, this was yeah, ridiculous though yeah. for Hawthorne not to score a goal. Mm. For an, three yeah, points three to half time. Yeah, like, wow. Smashed. That's actually ridiculous. Yeah. Port have done that to a few teams though. And just on the whole, Frio getting beat by 100 thing. And there's actually, considering it's really close season in terms of. The results and similar number of wins, but there's actually been a lot of blowouts this season, and a lot of the good teams even have been smashed at some point. I found like, like Fremantle. There's one. Well, no, I'm not including them in that. But even like you know, Adelaide's had some big losses. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the teams that are up high, GWS had some big like Geelong. A lot of teams that are up high have actually had pretty significant losses at some stage of the season. So it just shows if you're off a little bit, even the good teams can get pumped. Uh, the next game was actual Friday night. No injuries to that game, by the way. No, no injuries. Oh yeah, good. Uh, oh, chocolates. Chocolates. Charlie Dixon uh, got eight, I think. And and Bebet. Bebet, yeah. Yes. No, they both, they both got nine. They both got nine. Excellent. Okay, Geelong. Geelong and Adelaide. This was a Geelong-y. good win for Geelong. Joel Selwood got half his head caved in. Didn't stop him. He was out. He was best on the ground. He it was, was a nice split. Good. That was like an Adam Collins-esque split uh, to the face. Esque, yeah. That healed up well. It did. It healed up pretty well in my face. Yeah. I, got, I got cut last week at basketball. You got smashed. A little bitch down in the ground as well. Um, <laughs> anyways, so Geelong <laughs> won. They did. Uh, it was a good win. Brought Adelaide back down to earth a little bit. Who did you guys tip? Adelaide. I, tipped I tipped Adelaide. Well, I tipped Geelong. What about the first Geelong game? just play at Simmons Stadium just all the time. I tipped for the first game. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, they do. That's a bit yeah. weird. I noticed that. Mm. Mm. They did it early in the season. They played like three in a row there for no, no. I don't understand why. Seems weird to me. They do what they want. Yeah, but it's worked for them because they've got back into a bit of form. So they had a good win. I mean, were there any injuries? I mean, no. Someone got his head cut. Yeah, he'll be able to play. And Lieber with an ankle. Ah, uh, Jakey Lieber. Good player. Uh, chocolates. So we've got ten. You know. Yeah. Uh, the next game. Salas. This one was well. I don't know if you thought it was a surprise. I thought West Coast would win. Oh, so and I did didn't. West Coast. They were shit. Oh, the Suns they were beat shit. them by three. Did you? Now you watched this game, did you? Yeah, I watched most. This is one of the games I watched most. I of watched most of it. I don't know what they were doing 
the last play of the game. Mate, they, 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 well, they had no idea. They must. The only, the only logical reasoning. Later. Yeah, they had no idea what the time is. So that's surely on the fault of the runners. Because I was like, what, what the fuck are you doing? You've got Shannon Hearn. Why did they not go long, straight at the middle, exactly what GWS did to Richmond the week before? There's been a blueprint. You've witnessed how this can ha- how it can work. They went short to Mitchell, who then I thought, okay, well, if he wheels and goes and plays... No, they that, had no idea. But he did nothing. He backed it and took heaps of time off the clock, and then so did Jeddah, and then they kicked it to Tom Lynch. It was atrocious. I mean, Eagles just played pretty shit. I think, like, watching it, I was expecting them just to, like... You oh, have have a couple of players, going to kick a couple of yeah. goals, win it, but I know they just didn't, so... I watched my cousin who's an Eagles fan, and we were having a conversation about Josh Hill and how he's a guy that does nothing for long parts of the game and even weeks. Hilly. And then he just <laughs> pops up and kicks a whole yeah. bunch of goals, and he nearly did it. I know, he did, yeah, I know. I was we, like, shit. I was, we were in absolute hysterical <laughs> laughter because Josh Hill would nearly did it. And even... <laughs> He nearly kicked a goal to put him in front. Like he got went long to the goal square, and I think Darling was there. It got spoiled, and he was waiting for it to come out the back. Oh, it was nearly a classic Josh Hill performance. Darling was bad. But it as wasn't. Well. Did you see this game, Crawl? Ah, uh, no, I missed this one. Okay. Uh, any injuries? No injuries to either team. Well, that's a good result then. But Harbour Harbour must have found it a good game. <laughs> he obviously <laughs> celebrated pretty heavily. Uh, the next one, GWS got up only just. Over the Bombers in uh, BJ Goddard's 300th game. Yeah. Oh, BJ. Um, I mean, you expected GWS to win, but I probably thought they'd win a bit easier. Essendon are a hard team to judge. Um, GWS do have a lot of injuries throughout the course of this season, though. Fucking hell, man. Josh Kelly. Oh. Again. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who he was until I heard that 10-year deal. I know. I think it shows pretty good stuff about his character, though. Rumours and that like he's actually lifted to it. Yeah, that's and I true. think it's yeah. going to be a thing. It, it certainly is in the NBA, where contract years are are a big <clears> thing. <throat> like if you're coming out of contract, a lot of players will really focus on performing well that season to maximise their potential pay. And I think it's going to be something we might see a bit more in the AFL in the coming years, where guys really focus on that. You know, really having good output in that contract year, so they can get as much value as they can in free agency. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think now you probably think nine years, a million a year. He's probably worth more than a million a year the way he's playing at the moment. Mm. He's a pretty, pretty skilled player. Um, big, bigger uh, audience. Thirteen thousand. Oh, they've done it again. They've done it again. Spotless. <laughs> well, played. well played. Well played. Spotless. No injuries. Uh, no injuries. Yeah, Kelly got Kelly the truck. And no, I didn't see it, so I have no input on this game. Yeah, I only saw a little bit of heart. Basically, he, he just ran by. They didn't tag him or man him up at all. And uh, BJ Goddard smashed a bunch of pretzels on the ground at halftime. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Classic, classic <laughs> BJ. Earlier that game, I, I, I heard uh, one of the Essendon players, I can't remember who it was, was taking a set shot. And mm-hmm. once again, Brendan was yelling, demanding that the ball be handed off. And then the player just calmly went back and took a shot and hit the goal. It's like Easy. when I shoot threes at basketball and Adam yells for the ball. All the yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the next game. <laughs> But I missed uh, Richmond <laughs> beat North Melbourne pretty easily. Dusty Martin had a three-voter. I was disappointed. I picked uh, North Melbourne because yeah, Wakey was playing. I mean, Wakey's just been exceptional in his <laughs> averaging about nine possessions. I don't know. Come on, Wakey. Has he kicked it? Oh, he kicked one goal three. Yeah, fair. It needs to be a one goal three from 12 touches. If that's three goals one, then you'd say, you know, well played, old yeah. fella. 
but um, you kick one goal, three. So you're a crab, Wadey. And uh, <laughs> rightfully mate. so, Come I had Michael mate. Jamison ahead of you in my car. <laughs> because Michael Jamison would have kicked those Idiot. goals. He would have. If he was down there. And if Jamison. he wasn't down there, he would have stopped you from having the shots because wow. he was an elite Almost all Australian. <laughs> Not even all Australian. He Top 10 of all time. in the 40-man squad, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably didn't talk too much about that. There's, based on where they are on the ladder, there's one of the games that probably went to script, although you would have maybe thought North would be a bit closer. Croft, did you see it? No. No. No, okay. Neither did I. Uh, last game of the round. Oh! My mob Frio up against Collingwood. At home. Yeah. Disappointing. Did you see Did you watch this game? I watched the last half. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting sort of game. There's a bit of a. Collingwood got out to a good start. It seemed like Frio was going to come over them a few times. They just didn't quite have the firepower to, to get past them. And it was a good win. Collingwood deserved to win. They played really well, executed, and with a couple of injuries as well. And uh, Goldsack was pretty brave out there with a bum shoulder late in the game. And yeah, they just couldn't couldn't quite get over the top of them. I think not having Sandlins is meaning that they're losing taps. and. I think they're pretty... Well, I heard they were really... Jonathan Griffin played that game, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he was... They had Nat Fife rucky. Yeah, at the end of the game, because I think Ross Lyon just thought, oh, well, we're yeah. getting smashed, you may as well just do it. I just, I just think he just really just didn't like Jonathan Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think Jonathan, Jonathan Griffin, Griffin might not play again. He will not play, well, he won't play next week. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, they, I think without Sandlins, even as we spoke about before, his taps might not always go to advantage, but they still go to the team's advantage. Like, they can they can help you defensively because he's always hitting it your way first. It's a threat because the opposition are going to win. What's basically happening is they're losing field position because they're losing the clearances and their probably biggest weakness is transitioning out of defence forward. Their skills out of the back line aren't that great. So if they don't win the clearances and get field position to start with, then they're struggling to score a little bit. They actually scored a bit better off turnovers in this game than they have in previous weeks, but... I mean, yeah, Collingwood played well. Their midfield outplayed Ferris midfield. Um, Neil's had Trill. probably a couple down weeks. Trill, yeah, Trill had a really good game. I think Fife's still building. He's had, like, patches of quarters where he's been all right, but he hasn't had a whole uh, complete game yet. Pleb. Um, he doesn't seem to quite have that explosiveness to, to break free people <laughs> that he had back in 2015. That probably can be attributed to the broken legs and maybe a bit of... Um, just not missing out anymore. Some weight sessions and whatnot. Oh, missing out weight. Sessions. I think you'll get. I think you'll get back to it. He's shown enough in patches, but it's just building. The person who was similar, actually, Jack Zebel, had a couple of fibula fractures, and he took a while. He did take to get back yeah. to. And now he's, you know, one of the elite players. Yeah. But he had a few years where he struggled. With Keep so. telling yourself. It's a yeah. <laughs> I think. I think it's uh, fair. And that was the last game of the round, so now we'll do our... Any injuries? Uh, Wellesley yeah. did his car. Oh, yeah. Elliot hurt his ankle, as you said. Gold sack mm. shoulder, and Greenwood did his quad. Gold sack probably be okay to play, but I think the other two, maybe not. Um, votes? You mean overall for the round? Votes for the round, but yeah, for our, our votes well, now. Mine is irrelevant. Uh, Croft, do you have yours, or do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. I had uh, <clears throat> one vote to uh, Charlie Dixon. Yeah. Two votes Josh Kelly. Oh, only two for Josh yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Three votes for uh, Trelaw. 
I had four for Dustin Martin and five for Joel Selwood. Okay. For just getting his head cracked open, basically. I had uh, a little bit different to you. Same guys, but different order. So I had Dixon one. I gave Trelaw two because I thought the Collingwood game was more of a team team effort, even though he did get the 10 votes. Uh, three for Selwood. He was really good. And any other week, that would have been a five. But Martin with four, he had a big game. And Josh Kelly, I gave the five because... Because his name is Josh. 38 possessions, 14 contested, 22 kicks, a goal, and 86% efficiency. So he had 33. Uh, he's not up to my boy, Zachy Merritt, but okay. <laughs> Zachy Merritt actually had a very efficient game, but in the meantime, Josh Kelly was poning his whole team. And he had a lot of Google that word. He didn't actually get that. Is he only off the chart. Jump onto Urban Dictionary and look that word up, listeners. Uh, Poning. Poning. Mine, well, I don't know why you guys put Dixon in there because Ebert was definitely better. Yeah, you can go either way. So from one to five, Ebert, Selwood, Martin, Trelaw, and Kelly for the five. Okay. Couple of fives for Kelly. Kelsey. Now, that's that done. Now we're going to move on. Top 10 segment and this week we're doing the Fremantle Dockers <laughs> Free the Dockers way to go the worst team in the AFL alright so who wants to go first not uh, me I, I don't mind I'm going mean, to copy some of you guys yeah I'm not particularly confident in my list only because I, uh, Fremantle's relevance has been questionable for quite a long time <laughs> <laughs> I can go first if you I want. mean Adam does not have Sean McManus in it and I'm sorry um, no I'm sorry but Sean McManus was not a great player he needs to be into it. I'm telling you he has to <laughs> be oh, 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 okay. props to Shorty Mac so, but uh, first Mac's of all in it. He's in it. He's some honourable mentions to Shorty Mac to, to some of the great to Shorty Mac Clive, uh, Clive, the great memorable pleb. So Clive, Clive Waterhouse, he, he's going to uh, be in it. Dion Woods, what a classic player Dion Woods. Dion was. Woods, Dion, Neon Dion. Just, oh I don't God. know what happens. We should play with him, Dion Woods. Dion Woods, uh, James Walker, he was a classic wingman from Fremantle. Uh, not not Justin Longmuir, but Troy Longmuir. Mm, he went to Troy, Mob as well. Went to Carlton, he was a great yeah. pleb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Warnock. Oh my <laughs> God, you have forgotten about someone. Who have I forgotten? Daniel Band. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Man. Daniel Band. Went on to have a Fuck great yeah. career at the Western Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bands. And, yeah, there's probably a few other. Now, a- Adam the Nanny McPhee. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was actually a decent player. He was. Some serious honourable mentions to guys that Craig Callahan on my list. Shane Parker. Played a lot of games for Freo. You didn't put him in there. He just wasn't a an all-time <laughs> oh yeah, our former high school friend Luke Pratt played one game in the Dockers. <laughs> Good on you, uh, Yeah, so Parker, I didn't have him in there. Even though he played a lot of games, he was you know he was a solid player. But there's been better, I thought, or ones I liked more anyway. McManus again, he was solid, but really, I don't think he would have played 220 or whatever it was games for a lot of other teams during that time period. And Hayden Valentine probably just missed it. Probably number 11 on my list. So. 10, probably rig of the century. Oh, Scott Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 10. Those are classic players. Yeah, okay, number, number 10, 10 yeah. Paul Hazelby. Oh, he Hazy. He's a, uh, he had a great set of hands. 6PR superstar now. He was a good mark for his size. He had great time, like good footy brain. Probably wouldn't have, he would have struggled in today's AFL. He probably just came in at the very last period of AFL football where he would have made it. 
because his athletic ability, his running capacity wasn't great, but he was a good player. Played a lot of games for him, and I won a whole bunch of Ross Glendening medals and all that kind of stuff. Number nine, Ryan Crowley. Oh, Kraus. He was a solid player. He wasn't an elite talent, but he probably embodied the team like mantra and, you know, just sacrificed for his role for the team and he was a best and fairest winner mm. of the year. And if anybody and if anybody was sweating profusely, he, he had him covered he with the sweatbands. Yeah. Yeah. Number eight, this guy, he played the half of his career somewhere else, but the Wiz, Jeff Farmer. Oh, you got the Wiz in there. He's in their top like five. Beating his wife. The goals kicked. He was an absolute gun. He turned many a game. It was just exciting. I really enjoyed having him there. Number seven, Michael Johnson. Played a lot of games, still oh, playing. Been reliable. Had a few up and down patches in his career, but... Snorted some coke. All in all. Punched some people. He's been a good player. Allegedly. <laughs> no, I actually did. He did punch people. That's on camera. Uh, number six, another 6PR man, Peter Bell. Probably oh. could be a little bit higher on this. He's not. He's 720 now, man. He's just captain. Us. Yeah, he's higher for me. A little man, but... Yeah, he was a he was a great player. He probably he probably could be higher, but the rest of the list are pretty good too. Number five, David Mundy. He played a lot of games. He played a lot in a row. He was really really consistent for a long time. Really good when they were really good, and really good when they were not as good. Um, was a captain for a year. Good player. Number four, Aaron Sandlins, two time best and fairest winner, four time All Australian, one of the best ruckmen of his generation. Number three, Nat Fife. Now, I've hesitated to have him that high. I think at the end of his career, he might be the highest, but he, I sort of couldn't ignore He won a Brownlow. He's the only person in the club history to have done that. Um, and he's won a whole, you know, Lee Matthews medals, players MVPs, coaches MVPs. He's won all, all that sort of stuff, an All-Australian. He's the captain now, so, yeah. And he's playing the really other, well. He hasn't played as many games than the other guys, but I think he's earned that still. Number two, Luke McFarlane. Oh, Great, Lukey Mack, pretty hard. He, he was a, he was an All Australian defender, and he was just elite. Oh yeah, yeah, he should he be. You're right. He should be in it. I reckon he's probably nearly as good as um, <laughs> Jamo, Jamison. Is yeah, Andrew Walker, number ten. <laughs> At least Andrew Walker played two hundred games and fucking did something. Okay, Luke McFarlane. Yeah, he was a gun. And number one, who would you rather in your team? Okay, shush. Number one, Matthew Pavlich. Three hundred fifty-three games, seven hundred goals. Whole bunch of all Australians in just about every position a person can play except Ruck. Uh, <coughs> captain, dude, just a. Ruck suck his dick anymore? He did. He did kick. That was my favourite part of the moment, kicking the rules of banking out the window. He was an absolute superstar. If he played his whole career for Carlton, people would be like, oh my God, this guy's. Oh, yeah, well, that was, the other, that was, my, that was the other favourite part about Pav, yeah. was every year he was rumoured to be going to Carlton. I don't think he got his dick sucked enough, mate. I don't think. He, I have a feeling Not that, Melbourne, like, in, on this list, you can't name anybody else other than Pab number one, but I have a feeling if anybody's going to do it, it's, it's going to be him. It's <laughs> oh, going to be Dicko. There's a good chance Dicko's going to throw up <laughs> Troy Cook number one. Yeah. All right, Croft, are you ready to go? Yeah. Um, probably not too dissimilar to you, actually. Uh, Paul Hazelby at number 10. Ryan Crowley, one of the best taggers that was going He's around. No, no Aaron Joseph. Love no Aaron much. Joseph. Towered up Gary Ablett that one time. Twice. Or oh, twice, yeah. Uh, Michael Johnson, yeah, uh, really great. Michael Johnson. I think he's dropped off a little bit because I think his back is pretty cooked, but he still he can still put a, put a few good quarters together. But uh, he does look like <laughs> he struggles sometimes. Uh, Jeff Farmer, the Wiz. the Wiz. I don't actually. I'm surprised Jeff Farmer actually. I didn't like him. I don't like him. Why about Tony Modras? 
Indeed he was, yeah. No, I don't like Jeff Farmer, but I think he deserves to be on the list. Um, Peter Bell. Oh, Belly, I forgot about Belly, and then Colo mentioned him, so I had to get him in there because I thought he was great. Uh, what are we, number five now? Aaron Sandilands. Sandy. Um, I mean, he's just tall, so, but, you know, good on him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, David Mundy, I had at number four. Oh, I think he's a bit of an unsung hero, or has been a bit of an unsung hero for yeah. Fremantle for a Sticks while. goals after Siren, doesn't give a... Oh, he is clutch. Yeah. Uh, number three, Nat Fife. Uh, yeah, oh, enough said. I wrote about this. Yeah. Don't have any more to say about that. Number two, Luke McFarlane. Yeah, I rated him highly as well. Yeah, and <laughs> the commentary. number one, Matthew Pavlich. Oh, <gasps> what? Not what? Luke Toya. What? <laughs> not Brad. Not Brad Bootsma. <laughs> Also, I would have loved to. He didn't play enough games to justify it, but Josh Carr yeah. was my favourite player when he was at Frio, even though other people would be hate I was wondering if you were going to. Yeah, I was wondering. None of you guys gave a shout out to our man, man. Tony Modra. Mickey B. Oh, Mickey B. Oh, well, oh, man. He probably. He, know, we know, he knows we love him, Mickey uh, B. He hasn't got delisted. Okay, okay. My, <laughs> my top 10 is by far the best. Number 10, Luke Toyer. No, okay. Uh, oh, I put him in there because he's just the man. Sean McManus. 10. Sean, uh, he's a great noble. You know what? Yeah, he's a stalwart. He was a very admirable player because yeah. he did go out and give a hundred. He gave 100%, he 110% every he game. He would have some games where he'd have a creel crack. <laughs> okay, uh, nine, Crowley. Not as good as Aaron Joseph. Not Dale Kickett. Number eight, Hazelby. Daniel Metropolis. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Hazelby. Uh. Seven, Johnson. Six, McFarlane. Oh, that low. Jeez. He's defender. Fuck, he can bend you and punch the ball, mate. Jeez. He took mark of the year. Like, He's taking can, hangers back. Anyone there, can mate. punch a ball. He Five, Mundy. <laughs> four, Sanderland. Three, five. I had five higher than Colo. You I had three as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. I thought you said four. Yeah, pay, pay attention, mate. Um, two, just because he's won a premiership, Peter Bell. And he's just, <laughs> you know, he's actually won one. Um, <laughs> Pavlich, I put him as number no, one. Daniel I think he's a bit over. Oh, no. Should have put Daniel Pierce in there. Were you about to say Pavlich is overrated? Because that's blasphemy. No, I think he's a bit over-talked. Really, I'll put him as number one. You know who's, you know so he's not overrated. People just talk about him a bit well, too much. Is that what you're saying? I just don't think he was... Well, he had some longevity. I'll give him that. He's probably not as good as Sean McManus, but... Okay. Yeah. The one man I want to mention as well who was also my favourite. I had number six on my career. Paul Long-sleeve jersey. Tony Modra. Modra! Hmm. Yeah. 47 games for Fremantle Croft. Guess how many goals he kicked? 47. 140. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I thought he'd be going. Goals. Thought he'd be going. We have forgot some. We have some absolute classics. One, Winston Abraham. <laughs> two. He wasn't there. Post two. 2000, Scott who cares? Chisholm. Scott Chisholm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. You remember uh, uh, Scotty Chisholm? Oh, Jesse Crichton, who is a great player. Look at the uh, Where is he? Okay. Well, well, yeah, we're we're reminiscing. We can talk about it. Jeff White. Now, Jeff White was a good player, but not for free. Yeah. Uh, no, I mentioned Spider Burton. Was Daniel Haynes 
Craig Callahan. No, he, he played for uh, West Coast. And... With, oh, with Metropolis. Did he play for Freo? I think he did. Great yes. Polak. Great Polak. Got, got Polak's by a tram. All right, we'll move on to our Yena Look oh, segment. Oh, Yena. It's the number one segment in all media. It's time! Okay, Jake. first Jake. one. You guys ready? Yep. A Western Derby should open Perth Stadium. Uh, of course it should, and fucking McLaughlin's a dickhead. Did you hear him today? It's, it's he not. Say? He's not happening. Wait, that's a plumber. No, he says no. It's not happening. He said, no, we're just going to do two separate games. We'll do it later in the season. Why? No. It'd be so iconic. Of course it would be. Adelaide got to have it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He said, no. He said, no. He said, said, it's very unlikely. He said, no, we're happy with 2020 cricket, probably. Fucking bullshit. It's going to be Ed Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. The first thing that happens there. That's already booked, I think. But... Yeah. I think that's the first thing booked. I don't know if it's going to be the fir- the thing to open it though. It's not going to be the first well, thing to open. It, it, it's on before the AFL season starts. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely that. So um, it'll, it'll beat that. Anyways, uh, okay. Second one. Tom Her- Tom Hawkins deserves a week. Of course, he deserves a week. You punt. I mean, I I know it's Tiki Tatum because the guy didn't get. I mean, who who, <laughs> who, who, who didn't get a week? Um, Cotton. That yeah. that is that's rubbish. Yeah, but so Conchin brought about the conversation, right? Basically. No, but shit. and now they've changed the. I think he, I think he does because I think that should. Yeah, I but agree. I think if you want uh, yeah. to have consistency in the season, maybe I, I don't like that. I don't like how they've suddenly just gone. Wow, well, now yeah. we're not going to have it all. It's like you can't just change rules mid-season. Yeah. I think they should have waited the yeah, end of season. You fucking can't. It's bullshit. But the thing is, like, people have been saying, "Oh, it's going to cost someone a, a game in a big game," but it won't because all you have to do is not jump a punch someone. It's the hey, same as like exactly. punching people like Barry Hall did to Brent Staker could also cost you a prelim or a grand final. But people just don't do that except Barry Hall. Because most people have a, a switch in their head to think, ah, oh, probably shouldn't punch this guy. And if you did that in a prelim, you deserve a week. Yeah, and Jordan Lewis even said on 360 today, like, you know as a player that you can get away with that. So you do it. Yeah. But now, you know, you if you're going to get suspended, they just won't do it. I mean, there'll probably be the odd accidental one where someone just tries to push them and accidentally punches them. Yeah. But <laughs> I get it, though. Like, I get it. A jumper punch is just a punch. Like, it's, not, it's yeah. no different just because so, you're holding the jumper. So. All right. Next one. The Giants will need Deledio to get fit to win the flag. No. <clears throat> It'd be good, but no. They don't need him at all. Well, they've never had him, so yeah. <laughs> he's. I mean, I don't think they need him to win the flag. I think I don't even know if he'd be in the best twenty-two. Uh, if he was fit, he definitely. If he was fit, he's like a gun, he, he, so. it's been a while, hasn't it? But he has been a while. He's I don't think he could. I don't think he, he could. He was a gun. I'm not saying. He, I'm, I wouldn't say he's a gun. I don't think he could get fit he's, and get effective this season. Yeah, how old is he now? He's. I don't know. He is. I don't. I, don't I, I think no. I don't think they need him. Yeah. But I think he would help their chances if he had if he could get fit in time. Yeah, I don't. If, think he, if he could play four games before the finals, I he's think dead. he'd be he'd be right. Especially considering the other injuries they've got. The main reason I put that in there is because Griffin might miss the rest of the season, and he would play a similar role to yeah. what Deledio I think is going to. Um, Brisbane deserve a compensation pick. I saw, I saw today Brisbane was saying compensation was, for what? There was talk that they were gonna for being shit apply for a compensation pick at the end. I'm gonna of the say yes. Ah, uh, they 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 probably they, you they're make, so. I you think make no. Even 
I just I just think they're so bad and like everybody's trying to leave and I feel sorry for them. Give them a pick, please. Yeah, I, I think no. <laughs> I think they've they've had them before. It's irrelevant. They'd be better off giving them more money in the cap or something because that's it's not, true. It's not being able to pick. They've had plenty of high picks. It's retaining the players. Does everyone? So if they you can give them as many picks as you want, there's no guarantee those guys are going to stay. They need to try and draft people from Queensland, which I know is hard because there's less AFL players coming out of there. But why, why is everybody leaving? Why is everybody leaving Brisbane though? Because it's not a glamour club, and most of the best players in the draft are from Melbourne. So they're drafting people from Victoria, and then they want to go back there because if they were having success, uh, people aren't wanting yeah, to leave GWS because draft, they're having yeah. success. People have a good culture, whatever West Coast and Frio. But even then, we lose players back to Victoria, and it's as like Brad Hill, he won three premierships at Hawthorne, he still wanted to come back here. So the go-home factor, the problem for Brisbane is that there's less players coming through the system that are from Queensland because less kids play AFL in Queensland. And most so it's hard them. for them to draft. <laughs> and a lot of them probably went, to, probably went to Gold Coast as well. So. <laughs> yeah. So I think compensation picks are relevant. Like they might get it, but yeah, it's irrelevant because all they need to do is find a way to retain I've always, I don't know. I've always, like They are, to a degree, getting a pick doesn't necessarily mean it's going to turn their whole club's prospects around like that. Richard Tamling. But I, that's one of the reasons why I wonder why the AFL is so protective of giving away priority draft picks like that because I don't think they are that valuable. So why do the AFL? They why is the AFL you, so apprehensive? You've got about to get the pick right, but you've got to and you've got to retain the player. Otherwise, it's you know if they lose, like they Shaki was the number one pick. If they lose Shaki this year, then you know they. I mean, they'll apply. Pick. They'll apply for one because. And but the thing is, if they lose Shaki, they're going to get another pick. Do they all have the same salary cap? Surely. Yeah, I think so. I think some of those clubs have like certain exceptions, but. I don't know fully the. Well, I think they have like yeah, similar. You know, like this, like Sydney had that cola allowance thing, like the cost of living and stuff. All right, they have similar things. So. Wait, one more. Yeah, now look. This one might have a bit of discussion. West Coast needs to regenerate their list. Now, I use the word regenerate because I don't mean rebuild. Like just get done everything. Yeah, I, I just mean they need to maybe turn over a few players. So. Get a few oh, of the older guys out and bring I'd in say, some young. Similar to well, kind of what Frio is trying to do, but maybe maybe less well, extreme. Well, they got, they got rid of Maston last week, and look how that worked. So, yeah, but do they need to do it with some more, be, be a bit more aggressive? No, not really. I think it's think so? I'd say I'd say yes. Well, I'd, I'd say look because I reckon if you take away Josh Kennedy and Nick Natanui and the like out of any side, they're gonna struggle to win games so yeah. i think i think to a degree maybe there's a couple of players you get you can have a look at and i'm sure they're doing it internally like they're having a look at them and going yeah you're not quite performing so either you know buck up or we'll find somebody who will so i'm sure they're looking yeah. at that i i think yeah i think what we're seeing now more than them not being able to win away is that they're probably not as good as we maybe thought and that they either overperformed maybe a little bit last year or maybe it's the age wall has just hit a few of them, but I well, think didn't they get knocked out first round last year. Uh, did they make top four? Yeah, by Bulldogs. Or did they make top four? They didn't make uh, top four. I don't know. Yeah, maybe the year before they made the grand final. Maybe they were over overperformed then. Either way, I think they've got enough good key possessions position stocks that are young enough, like yeah, Kennedy McGovern. They they could turn it around pretty quick, but I think they need to look at Lacroix, Josh Hill. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Maybe even Maston, maybe even Wellingham, 
uh, probably Pritis and who else do they have in their midfield? They, need, I mean, they need more midfield. They need a couple more youngsters. To they come need through. someone like they need some more shoeies to come through. Yeah, so they think they need to turf a few out because Lewis, like Lewis Jetta doesn't deserve to be getting a. Tell you what, he's played two good games. Oh, Surprise! Good game. It, the only the goals he ever gets are running into the goal square. Yeah, but you see that? See, not last week, the week before. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah, he played decent. But, but it's really weird. You, if I, Drew, I, if Drew not, Petrie is getting a game, maybe they don't have the underneath yeah, talent to really be turning I'm, people. Over. I'm not a fan of Lewis Jetta though. But like, you can see if he actually puts effort in, yeah, he's he just could lazy. Be really good. Like, yeah. really. Good. You can understand why teams would try. He doesn't you? put the effort in. Was he propped up at Sydney? Was he nah, propped up a bit? I, I was that what it was? Is it easier for him to be lazy at Sydney? Nah. I think he had... Well, or was I he being the, held more accountable at Sydney? The ground was a little bit smaller at the SCG, so he could probably just accelerate and not have to cover as much ground. But I think he just had a couple of good years there. His last two years at Sydney were trash. So it wasn't yeah. like he came in in red-hot form. He was, wasn't even getting a game at the end. Similar to... Uh, like, Not as bad as Eddie Betts at Carl, his last year at Carlton, but kind of like where he was like, you know... Look disinterested, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think he's he's lazy. I think maybe a couple of years he had a bit of hunger. They won that premiership. Maybe that satisfied him. And he, I don't know. Uh, anyways, let's do our tips for this week. From inside the centre square, boys kick the goal. Boys kick the goal. From inside the centre. <laughs> What's the first game? You Sydney can Swans the versus the Western Bulldogs, the SCG Thursday night football, 7.20pm kickoff. I'm going to go with the Sydney Swans by 43 points. <laughs> not, not 76. Not 70. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, I'll go with 76. I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. I reckon they're going to put them to the sword and end their season completely. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Bulldogs also. Do you know what's I just don't want Sydney to win because like then Sydney, it'll be... Uh, Sydney are favourites. It'll be the oh they can still make it if they win this. Sydney favourites. It all goes out the window. Like what is this? Uh, what's the next game? Dickie? Okay, next game Friday night, 9th to June, seven fifty pm kickoff. Adelaide versus St Kilda. A dollar sixteen Adelaide versus St Kilda. I'm Adelaide. going absolute roughy and picking St Kilda. <laughs> Adelaide after last week, it's a poor game back home. I think they're gonna. How touch many chips up. did you guys get last week? Four. Uh, I think three. I think I got four also, yeah. yeah I got three. Okay, I'm going to thank you. Yeah, go Adelaide. Yeah. Okay. Next game, three on Saturday. Hawthorne at the MCG take on the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, 1.45 p.m. kickoff. This is actually a hard one. It's a very hard one. Well, I'm going to say Hawthorne just because of the MCG and Gold Coast won last week. They're on the same amount of points. Yeah, there you go, Gold Coast. <sighs> yeah, that... Hawthorne. Okay, next game, 4.35pm. Kick off the Gabba. Brisbane take on your mates. Fremantle. Fremantle. Must yeah. win. Oh, must win. Yeah, they should win. They should. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> next game, Essendon versus Port Adelaide at Etihad Stadium. Essendon paying $2.75. Uh, at Etihad. Uh, I'm going to say Port. I'm going I'm to make the decision at this point that I think Port is a good team. That they've, they've shown well, they're if either, they're either going to smash Essendon or they're going to lose by <laughs> a goal. <laughs> if they lose this week, then I'll have to reassess. But I'm going to switch now yeah. to saying they are a good team and they are one of the I'm I'm tipping Essendon just so it makes it more even. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tip what. Uh, okay, then we have a Sunday game. 
3.20pm at Eddie Howard Stadium, Carlton vs GWS. Fucking hell, it's going to be a massacre. You know what? I'm going for GWS because Eddie Howard Stadium is a piece of shit. I think Carlton's just about due for one of their random wins. I'm going to tip GWS because I don't need to be risky with my tips, but I... I wouldn't be stunned if Carlton randomly won this. I would be... Essendon almost beat them last week. I mean, look at my tips. I would be monumentally stunned if Carlton win. I will suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Yes, you don't want Okay. Croft, you tipping the Giants? Yeah, I'm going to tip the Giants. I'm okay. So you even even yeah, Croft okay. the Giants. Next game, Monday special. Melbourne versus Collingwood. Fucking Monday. Uh, this is a tough one. Both on the same amount of points. Yeah. Both need a win to move into the four. Uh, no, the eight. Mel- Melbourne's coming off the bye too. Yeah, we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, oh, it's really <laughs> tough. I mean, tip. I'm. I'm gonna why tip, can't I tip a draw? I'm going to tip. I don't know. I'm going to tip Melbourne, and I'll tell you why. Because tell me why, please. Taylor Adams said that Lyndon Dunn hasn't played. In a, hadn't been playing in a successful for a successful club and Bernie Vince took exception to that and said is he at a successful club now and so there's been shots fired and I think Bernard so has taken D- exception Dunny's been pushed into it for no reason yeah and so I think I think Melbourne's going to fire up and say hey we're actually better than you so you can take a shit it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a tough one who are you picking bro? I, uh, I'm going to go Collingwood. Yeah, I'm going to go Collingwood. No, you can get fucked because I've tipped Melbourne. And, All right. and the best one, Asahi or Lashes? Asahi. Okay, and now the teams that have the bye, who do we think is going to have the biggest bender? Uh, Richmond have the bye, I reckon Dusty Martin is probably going to be <laughs> best on ground this week somewhere as well. Somewhere in Melbourne, maybe he might go to Vegas with Swanee for a week. He will be... But he'll be... Fuck off. He'll be best on ground somewhere. Shout yeah. out to my little friend! He'll be hanging out with old... Alright, that's the tips Mate. now. <clears throat> Don't even know if he's got one, but it's... Croft's Cook. I've been saving this one up. Is a coconut something up? Oh. I've been saving this one up. I uh, saw the Carlton Collingwood game. I don't know how long ago, a couple of months ago, a month or so ago. And it was a great game. It was a great game. And the reason why I'm a Carlton supporter is because my old man was a Carlton supporter. He brought, brought me up pretty much, indoctrinated, indoctrinated me <laughs> into the blue bagger way of life. And I got home and I said to my old man, I said, Carlton beat Collingwood. And he goes, geez, that would have been good to watch because we don't believe in paying 70 bucks a month for fucking Foxtel just to get the footy channels. Oh, and 60 it's, bucks if you don't want it in HD. Oh, fucking hell. It's an absolute <laughs> fucking rot. And I think it's about time, and this is my fucking cook, I think the AFL have to take ownership and stop catering to the fucking Foxtel empire and start taking control of their own licensing on footy broadcasting so that we can all get it for a reasonable price and not have to fucking put up with this shit. Because last week, I'd actually, I caved because Dad missed the Carlton Collingwood game and I thought, you know what, I'll buy, I'll buy Foxtel Play for my old man. And, you know, didn't watch it all week and then we sat down to watch the one footy game that we yeah, wanted to watch. And it got halfway through the game and the service just shat itself. Absolutely oh, really? shat itself. Yeah. So then we decide, all right, well, what are we going to do? I've got 
tell I've got Telstra on my phone, so I get it for free, so we can watch it on my phone. So you two blokes fucking looking around this small iPhone screen, and then I thought, nah, this is stupid. I'll get an iPad. It'll be a little bit bigger, and you get it on the iPad, and you know what? The app reduces the the broadcast to a seven inch screen. So if you have a screen that's bigger than seven inches. Too bad you're going to be watching it in seven inches because that's their licensing. So somewhere along the line, Foxtel said, "Now nah, you know what, phone screens, that's okay. But if you go over seven inches, that's cutting our lunch. We're not having none of that. That's money out of our pockets. It's now that's bullshit. fucking bullshit. Pull your head in, get out of this fucking Foxtel trap and start your own shit. Get your own like NBA league pass, well, something yeah, like I'll, that. I'll, I'll just jump in on that though because if you want NBA league pass, legitimately yeah this is, is true it is very ripoff. expensive it is so expensive very expensive how much is it but i think about like 360 bucks i think it's reasonable probably still cheaper than paying for like seven months of foxtel or however long the season goes for but then you still get other channels and stuff i think it's reasonable to ask that the afl come in and say you know what we can do our own package we can do it for at least even if they at least do it 40 dollars a month let's say they do it like forty dollars a month, and you get that's like still better than Foxtel. You get it like HD, um, and actually a service that probably doesn't crash all the time and actually runs. Like I think that's reasonable. I think they do the. I'm not sure. You could correct well, in me. In League Pass, there's there a lot more games as well. Yeah, that's the other thing. There's a lot more games there's for a bit more NBA. Content. Um, so I think it, I don't think it's a hard thing. They just need to get out of their and I think it's old at this point because I don't think Foxtel is as popular as it used to be. I could be wrong. I don't know the numbers. No, it's shit. If, oh, the, adverts. The, yeah. Foxtel will do anything to keep that because all they've got... It's, it's all they have. All yeah. they have Foxtel. I know. Because movies and TV it. shows, you're way better off with Netflix. Yeah, yeah exactly. You watch whatever you want when you want to. But this is where I think the AFL so have to say... Like they're hanging Yeah, they are. But this is where the AFL have to say, you know what, like, I think we need to move with the times here and we need to start doing this. It's not just AFL. They've also got like a a monopoly on F1. Yeah, Formula One as well. Yeah. And then like, yeah, even the NBA, it's really the only way you can see NBA. It just get league pass, which is it just make it just it's really frustrating and it's annoying that I like even if Foxtel offer, I don't why don't Foxtel offer it even? Why don't they pull their heads out of their asses and go, here, you want footy channels? We can do. We can just do footy channels for you. No, because they want to make more money. They're a business. <laughs> They're not about being good Samaritans or doing the right thing by the game or for supporters. I still They're think they'll make more. Money. I still think they'll make more money if they did that. In the long run, I think a lot more people would sign up and say, all right, if I, I can just get footy channels, I'll just pay for footy channels. I, I think there's a lot of people depend. that are saying that aren't buying because yeah, they can't do that. It would. It would depend. I know everybody I talk to doesn't have. Foxtel says that. They said, you know, if I could just get the footy channels. Yeah, I would. yeah but it depends how much it costed, though. Well, it was not, you, would, you would assume that it's not going to cost $65, $70 a month or whatever yeah, well, just for football saying, channels. It would depend. Like, people wouldn't do it if it was that. The, the profit margin could be different enough and they'd say, well, we're better off just not selling it separately because this way people have to pay and get the other stuff as well. Well, well it, it's going to come to a point. Foxtel is going to be irrelevant in a few years. It's not Probably, going to yeah. be a thing. So Streaming is taking over. Oh, that's my cook. Oh, yeah. that's a good cook. That's your best cook. All right, well, yeah. we're done for the week. week. That's a short week. The episode yeah. hopefully was shorter. I don't know. We've probably drank yeah, we've a little bit still. Drank. Yeah, yeah, no, but a you know what? Thanks for coming. We'll Another see you next round. week. Enjoy that one, Jake. Uh, one and only uh, Jake. <laughs> listener. <laughs> Uh, oh, you should, you, you let should, us know if you want to yeah. phrase a Gary get Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> get Twitter and post on Twitter um, but yeah <laughs> get around us we've got all the social media stuff we, we check it regularly and we'll 
we'll respond. We will. Our Instagram is just blowing up. Oh, so fingers. Get around us. If when when we get uh, two hundred followers on Instagram, we're going to post a nude of Dicko. <laughs> So start, will. Start oh, you never know. It might be a video of him sucking Adam's dick next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Dicko, okay. Keep well. Keep well. Keep well. Keep well.